0: Welcome to Volunteer Connection, the podcast for Girl Scout troop leaders. What's beautiful about Girl Scouts is that it takes girls outside of their comfort zones and encourages them to learn and grow and change the world. But Girl Scouts doesn't just do these great things for girls, it does the same things for the adults in the movement, too. This podcast is to celebrate those amazing adults, to share lessons learned, advice, and best practices and to tell their stories. Hi everyone. If you go back a few episodes, I recently recorded all about my year planning strategy. It's
1: a little long, so I realized playing it back that while hopefully that will serve as a good introduction to the overall process and the ideas, and maybe you'll get inspired and you'll have heard a few specific things that you could pull out of that episode, it would probably be easier to do a breakdown that makes it all more actionable. This is a process that you'll want to do over the course of a few weeks or even a few months. Probably not in just one sitting. So an episode for each step or each phase of the process is probably more helpful anyway. Before we dive in this week, I just want to start with why is year planning important? And I'll just say this. Our first year, my original co-leader and I picked meeting dates based on the location's availability, and basically we were like, okay, every other Tuesday from this time to this time, and we'll start next week. And then kind of mid-spring, we were like, by the way, the last meeting date of the year will be XYZ. And every single meeting, we were asking each other, hey, what are we doing Tuesday? Or, uh, do you have any plans for tomorrow's meeting? And one of us would just be like, I got this. I'll come up with something. And it was so much work. By now, though, it's been a few years of learning and revising, and we are masters at this planning thing. We have thorough in-depth plans and a 10 month calendar because our troop takes a break in the summer with meeting dates and event and trip dates for the entire year. Of course there are some things that change or get rained out or whatever and we still have plenty to do all year like organizing carpools and actually registering and confirming with everyone and so on but oh my gosh is it a million times better we feel like hot stuff just totally prepared down to supply lists and everything so never again will i face a tuesday going omg what are we gonna do tomorrow I just look up our plan and check the supply list, which I either already have the items and just make sure to put them in my car the morning of, or I can literally stop to pick up the supplies after work on my way to our meeting. And if one of the leaders gets sick or has a family emergency, no problem. We all have copies of everything and can cover each other easily and honestly without even a sense of urgency. It's just straightforward. Not only is this process less overwhelming, but it is truly super fun. So I want to share with you exactly how to master this. Now then, here's step one or phase one, which is all about getting your base calendar set up or the foundation for planning your year. You can seriously do this part as early as like mid-spring, or you can do all of it over the summer. Or if you're a brand new troop and this is the very first thing that you're doing then obviously you can do it any time of year so the first thing that you need is a calendar and this can be any calendar that speaks to you anything that you are going to like using you can use your phone calendar or a physical day planner or a wall calendar or a desk calendar or make your own or literally anything I personally love Google Calendar because I can access it on my phone, on any computer with internet access, and it's easy to categorize and color coordinate, and then I can share those categories with anyone it's relevant to. It's also relatively printable, so you just set it all up and then print it out and give the families and your troop copies each month. Your calendar, whichever one you use, probably already has National Holidays noted, so that should already be on there. But although I guess if you created your own, then you'll need to go in and add them yourself. But the first thing that I personally fill in on my calendar is well, actually, it's my own family's schedule. This is probably something you would consider getting from all your troop leaders and co leaders. Maybe it's just you, or maybe it's just you and one co leader, or maybe you have a committee of troop leaders and all of you would need to track your unavailable dates so you might know like i have a family reunion on x date or you might know your kid's basketball schedule or you might know you have a big work event on y date or so on and so forth for me personally we also share custody of our boys so i also track our custody schedule I do schedule stuff whether or not we have the boys, but if we're trying to choose between two dates for something, like later on in this process, it is really nice and easy to be able to see what my preference is based on my family's schedule. And, of course, if I need my co-leaders to attend, then I need to know what their preferences and off-limits dates are, too. The next thing that's good to mark down are birthdays. Now, if you're a new troop, you might not have birthdays yet. And also, depending on how early you do this, especially, you might be adding new girls or have girls who don't come back or whatever. But there's no harm in putting them down now, whatever you have. Side note for birthdays, we don't personally celebrate them at meetings or anything, which you definitely can. We just don't. But we do like to send birthday cards and if we see them on or right near their birthday at meetings or events i just like to be able to you know be aware that they just had a birthday so i can at least acknowledge it the main thing is just make sure that you do the same thing for everybody's birthday and that you're super consistent okay so now you have a calendar with national holidays your personal schedule as far as like big events or off-limits dates and um also birthdays And for me, each of those has a different color or category. Next, you wanna fill in school district dates. If you have girls in multiple school districts, you're gonna wanna look up each of them. You wanna write down their first day of classes, their last day of classes, any seasonal breaks or scheduled days off. You might also write down early release days because that might just be helpful information to have if you end up scheduling carpools or something for events or field trips. I also have a co-leader who's getting her master's degree. So I have looked up her university schedule as well. And I copy down her first day of classes, her last day of classes, and when her midterms and finals are. And then again, any days that her classes are scheduled to be canceled because it helps me to be able to see what her capacity is gonna look like. Um, Although she's actually graduating this semester, so I guess I won't have to do that this coming year, but you might have a co-leader in college or getting another level of education. So if so, You might want to add her schedule or his school schedule too. So at this point, you have a calendar with national holidays, your personal schedule, as far as big dates or off-limits dates, everybody's birthdays, and also school schedules. And again, each of these should have their own different color or category. And at this point, you're almost done phase one because you have a really good foundational calendar to start planning. And if you're an established troop, you probably already know your meeting day and time. So it should be super easy to pencil in your meeting dates now that you can see everything all at a glance. For me, I usually start meetings like a week after the kids go back to school because I don't want to pile on Girl Scouts when there's still some adjustment going on for the family. I do like to send out emails with uniform purchase lists and uniform diagrams and information about, like, upcoming meetings and events when it's still, like, the end of the summer so that they have all of that while they're doing back-to-school shopping and everything. But I like the idea of doing Girl Scouts the second or even third week of school. And then, like I mentioned, we personally meet every other week, so I just populate it and see where the dates fall compared to holidays and school breaks. We don't meet over winter break either, so we usually skip two Tuesdays instead of just one over like Christmas and New Year's and then just come back about a week or so into the new year. So if I like how everything falls, then all I have to do at that point is confirm that those meeting dates are available with our location and make sure that the meeting location people are on board. If you're a brand new troop, then you may not know what day of the week you want to meet yet, so you might not have day, time, or location. So that's kind of the mini sub-step for this phase. Once you have a calendar set up, though, it is so easy to take a glance at it and see what days might work best for your group. So really, you can meet any day of the week and however often you want. Some after-school program troops meet daily, some meet a few times a week, But most regular troops are either meeting weekly on a specific day of the week or, like mine, like every other week on the same day. Many troops meet during the school year and then break for the summer, like mine. But you can do whatever your group wants to do and, more specifically, whatever you want to do. So for us, we like the break over the summer because by the end of cookies in the spring, we're just, like, exhausted and also it gives us time to recharge and plan everything when we like break over the summer. By the time we come back I just miss those kids like crazy and I'm so excited and energized about Girl Scouts again so this helps me prevent burnout. Although I also am kind of Girl Scouts obsessed so I probably would meet over the summer if our troop wanted to, but also in our area it's really common for people to leave for the whole summer or like to travel several times throughout the summer to escape our crazy desert heat. So most girls in my troop really just aren't available in the summer months. Okay, anyway, we do every other week for kind of the same reason, which is to try to help prevent burnout. And also because when we first started, every other was kind of necessary for my personal work schedule. Nowadays, sometimes I actually kind of wish we met weekly because it would honestly just be easier to keep track of but every other works for our troop and they're happy with how things are going so we'll stick with it at this point. Some troops meet once a month or even once a quarter, especially as the girls continue to get older. Um, The less frequently that you meet, you'll wanna meet for longer though, um, just in order to get things accomplished. So we personally meet for an hour and a half in the evening because that works for our co-leaders who all work full time in Monday through Friday, nine to five kind of jobs. And most of our girls have two working parents or just a single parent who also works full time. So after school is just really not feasible for us. But especially if you have like the youngest girls, evening meetings might be too late. So after school meetings might be better for you or even weekends. We personally like a day of the week for troop meetings and then events and field trips and camping and travel on weekends. So the other piece of this puzzle, of course, is where you're going to meet. Your day and time might depend on what's available wherever you want to meet. And lots and lots of troops meet at their school, whether your kids go to the same school or you just pick a school in your area that is local for everyone. Like, I remember as a kid, for a couple of years, our troop met at the local middle school, even when we were still in elementary school ourselves. And nowadays, I live in an area where the school district has like a bunch of elementary schools, a bunch of middle schools, and a bunch of high schools, so there's like a lot of school options to choose from. Um, The caveat, though, for meeting at school is kind of twofold. One is scheduling, because if you're in an area with lots of other troops, you may have limited availability for meeting space. If they'll let you meet in a classroom, then of course there's lots of those, but most troops meet in the gym or the cafeteria or something where there's going to be like a lot more space and no personal belongings like a classroom probably has. And the other problem with meeting at school is that nowadays, lots of schools actually charge a reservation fee. And this is not usually anything like unusually expensive. In fact, I think our school is going to charge us like $15 for the year or it might have been $15 for the semester but either way that's not a lot but if you're just starting out and you don't have any troop funds yet then you'd be paying for this out of pocket which just kind of stinks and personally I like to avoid recommending anything that's going to establish like the precedent that you're going to need to pay out of pocket for things as a leader if you choose to that's cool I mean I definitely do but you can do girl scouts without paying out of pocket as a leader and that's always my recommendation then you can use your judgment from there another really common place for troops to meet is the local library but in our area even though i love the library so i would be a really big fan of that and i want girls to get comfortable and have positive associations with the library um but to reserve a room here i think costs like 15 dollars per meeting or maybe it's just like five dollars per hour um and so meeting for an hour and a half and then needing time to like set up and clean up that just comes out to like 10 or 15 um per meeting something like that but either way 15 dollars per meeting is out of the question for me we have troop funds now of course because we've been established for a few years but that's not how i want to spend them and when we didn't have any troop funds yet i was just absolutely not willing to pay that out of pocket so we started out meeting at a local fire station because the fire stations in our area have community rooms and they're totally free. Some police stations in our area offer this as well. You just have to like look up phone numbers and emails and start calling or emailing around until you have the right point of contact. Some local parks have community rooms and those typically do have reservation fees, but depending on who you ask, you might actually be able to get them waived. So it's worth asking. Our first year, we did the fire station a couple of times, but we ended up preferring to meet at one of the co-leaders' offices in their conference room space. It was awesome. It was donated to us, there was no cost, and it was a super central location. However, we did not really have outdoor space there. And we were limited on mess making because it was a business conference room. So not exactly super kid friendly. So we were constantly laying out like disposable plastic tablecloths, both on and under all the tables and like covering all the floors. And um, so then we were taking out tons of trash afterwards, which honestly, it was fine. But on top of that, like added pressure, the co-leader who worked there ended up getting a new job the following summer. So I mean they probably would have continued letting us meet there it just would have been a little awkward in some councils it's acceptable to meet at someone's house so some people meet at the leader's house or they rotate through different families throughout the years so that families take turns hosting this is definitely not allowed in all councils though so you want to check um, and even if it is allowed it may or may not work for your families like at the time that we were looking for meeting space our leaders all lived in apartments and at this point i do live in a house with space for the girls but i do have pets and actually i live pretty far from our troops neighborhood now so it's just not going to work for my troop even if it is allowed by my council so what we did was we called and emailed around i literally looked at google maps and searched businesses in the area surrounding our previous like meeting location I reached out um, to restaurants that had private meeting spaces. I reached out to churches, veterans and military support organizations, community colleges, university buildings, hotels, and any businesses that might be like kid friendly or they might want to support the local community. I reached out to a business that runs a local parade in our area and some other events and like pediatric dentists and orthodontists and nonprofits that are kid oriented and so on. And honestly, some people never even responded and others were hard no, but some people responded and said it was feasible for a fee, but sometimes those fees were astronomical. Um, But we did actually have quite a few who responded that we could meet there for free. Some places were not able to offer, like, the specific meeting dates we were looking for. And one of them asked if we could switch to a different day of the week. And another one told us, like, oh, keep us in mind if you need space for events or ceremonies or something. Or, like, if you're still looking next semester, check back and um, maybe our calendar will have opened up. So those were good responses. And some places said yes, free, available on those dates. And then we got to have our pick. To set some expectation about this, I think I reached out to probably over 30 places total. And in the end, we had our pick from about like four or five. We settled on a church that is in a perfect area that had great space for us. Um, we bonded really quickly with the pastor and the office manager there, and they even offered us storage space. So we use the main, one main room pretty much anytime we need it except for Sundays, as long as we give them notice and they don't have an event of their own scheduled. And they have several additional rooms we can also have access to if they're not being used. There's a kitchenette and a bathroom in our meeting space, and there's several other bathrooms on campus, and there's even a full kitchen available on campus. There are like a number of large open outdoor spaces, and one of those outdoor open spaces actually has playground equipment. So. All around it's just an amazing fit for us and they charge us nothing and to top all of that off the pastor had a daughter well he still has a daughter the pastor has a daughter in a grade that we serve and she was looking to join a girl scout troop so we gained an awesome new member just like everything aligned Now, we are not a religiously affiliated troop, so you don't have to be in order to meet at a church. You just have to ask. We do now have, of course, the pastor's daughter in our troop. But before that, we had no girls in our troop who were members of this church. So you don't have to attend the church in order to meet there. You just have to ask. If you do attend a church or another place of worship or if any of the girls in your troop attend a place of worship, you can definitely ask them and probably you'd have a little bit of an in because of that. But once again, you do not have to be a religious troop or exclude anyone who doesn't belong to that faith just because you meet there. Okay, so hopefully this gives you some ideas about places to meet. Um, Specifically, in my experience, veterans organizations, military support organizations, community oriented organizations or nonprofits or churches have been really, really good. Also, the police station and fire station thing is really cool. And I would never have thought of that if someone hadn't told me. So see if that's something that's available in your area. And yeah, once you have a meeting place, just confirm your meeting dates, and voila, you're good to go. All right, so that pretty much wraps up phase one of planning your year. You now have a really good base calendar that has tons of dates to account for. Your school district dates, your personal off-limits dates or sports schedules or custody schedule or work schedule or whatever else you have going on. You have birthdays, you have holidays, and even your whole year of
0: meeting dates.
1: So the next thing is the best part. It's the brainstorming and idea part. So make sure you go hit subscribe so that you get a notification when the next episode comes out. You do not want to miss it. Uh, Leave me a review and let me know if this was helpful or if you got any new ideas from listening to this episode. That's all for now. Talk to you soon.
0: That's all for today's episode. We want to tell your story too. If you or someone you know is interested in being on the podcast Check us out at www.girlscoutpodcast.com. We want to hear from you. This podcast is not affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA. It is completely run by volunteers and girls. Follow us online. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at www.girlscoutpodcast.com.